Laura Boutique, an unforgettable shopping experience. a medical marijuana recommendation like I did, do what I did. CanacanDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacanDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient. Nine Massachusetts locations. Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk. Also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. Welcome, young jerks. My name is Mike Crawford. I am uh, sitting here with quite a, a, a good group of people. One of them is uh, my producer. I just wanted to uh, say hi to. Hi, Herb. How's it going, Mike? Uh, I'm going to make some apologies today. Maybe one and a half. Oh, yeah? Two? I kind of told you about a little <laughs> bit about that, didn't I, Herb? Yes. We but it might about set it. up some more problems for us. Uh No. So there could be some issues on the show, and uh, you know, there's always a—you never know what's going to break out on the show. But uh, maybe not because of the two folks I have to the right and left of me. They might be able to keep it on an even keel. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred is the phone number. I'm sitting here with uh, my co-host of the day, my guest co-host. Uh, I'm, actually, I'm going to ask her how to say her name because I screw it up every time. Like I always screw up names. It's Brianna Morell. Brianna Morell. Not Brianna, as I was called <laughs> last week, uh, but Brianna. <laughs> Brianna. They say right, Brianna. Yes, Brianna or Morell. Bri to make it easy. See, then I, I also have the issue that I had kids I grew up in high school. I think spelled the same way, and they they were moral. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have said it that way because of the mushroom as well. And but we might have been saying it wrong too. I don't know. You know, right? I have no idea. That's how my family says it. We go with morel. <laughs> you go with your tra- tradition, morel. Yes. Understood. If I screwed up, just let me know, Brianna. Oh, I will. I'll just call you Bree maybe sometimes. Is that okay? Yes. Is that acceptable? Okay. That is. Perfect. So uh, you had a busy week this week, didn't you? Uh, I had a very busy week. Um, I started off heading down to the DNC on Monday. Um, for the cannabis, the big march that was happening that day. The big cannabis march? It was a cannabis march, but we were also joined by, um, I think it was the largest day of the Bernie supporters march, um, and there were other groups. uh, So we're going to hear a lot about that today. Yeah, I did that day, and I also went back to the DNC on Thursday. um, Thanks to Social High, they sent me down there for the day uh, to go and mingle with protesters. There was another cannabis pride parade there and hung out at the DNC as well to see some craziness in the evening there. Uh, so it was a very fun and busy week. And then um, some time here at Boston uh, City Hall, we had a meeting Tuesday morning for Mayflower Dispensary. Uh, it's a very, very busy and full week. We'll be talking about some of that today. Uh, we also have hopefully a, a call in uh, from a candidate for office that is a friend of the show um, that I am officially definitely, I don't know if I did before, I don't keep track of these things at this point, but probably already did, but I'm like super indoor, like Superdelegates, this is my super endorsement. <laughs> Mike Conley, running for state rep. I'm super endorsing him today. Uh, 
for what happened in, in the last debate and when the legalization question uh, came up. We might even try to look for that clip today. Maybe if we can find it, Herbie. I'm not sure where. It's a long debate. I, I, we haven't had time to find out exactly where it is, but we might even cut that up for future use because uh, it was a great exchange and it showed the difference between the two candidates, the incumbent, Tim Toomey, and uh, the challenger, the upstart, who just might win this Democratic primary against a long-term incumbent here locally in Cambridge. Uh, he's our friend. Uh, Mike Conley is the guy I'm backing uh, 100% at this point. So uh, we, we might get a call from him later today. He's very busy. He's in the middle of this huge campaign. The guy is, you know Mike Conley, he's everywhere in Cambridge. He's everywhere in this uh, region. He's, he's a guy that uh, has gotten things done. We know some of the things that he's worked on, like the plastic bag, some of the things we may not even love so much, but... Uh, so other people obviously do love the plastic bag bans at stores. Uh, he's one of those folks. Uh, we talk about the zero, uh, the the buildings getting, you know, he's he's a policy wonk. And uh, he's right on marijuana. And we'll hope to speak to him today. Uh, my name is Mike Crawford. It is the Young Jerks. Uh, my co-host today is Brianna Morell. Brianna. Brianna. Brianna Morell. Brianna Morell. Or Bree for short. <laughs> uh, I'm going to blame this on Lauren. She, she, I'm, I'm bringing up Lauren today, too. Uh, some people may have seen, obviously, at this point, um, that listen to the show, follow the show. Uh, Lauren's been gone for the show for a little while now. Um, she's at MCI Framingham. Um, it's, 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 it's a tough thing to talk about. Uh, I just wanted people to know that we're totally with Lauren. Uh, if you care about her, write her a letter. And uh, as of the specifics that people want to keep bringing up and talking about on Facebook uh, publicly, I'd prefer that be done privately so if you have concerns reach out to us we'll let you know what's going on as much as we know we don't know everything but uh we back lauren we love lauren she's a great person she should be sitting right beside me right now um it's you know the war on drugs continues on so many levels we may be winning in some uh, uh Sorry to cry. So, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of things, politics. This is really personal to a lot of us, uh, you know, the, the, the things that we fight for here. And uh, we're also open to a dialogue from the other side. And we also put out that out there today on one of the Facebook pages that we invited uh, some of our friends to that is op opposing the uh, marijuana legalization of an initiative. Uh, if they want to call in today, we'd be very polite. We'd be respectful. We'd listen to them if they have the guts to call in to a show that will actually still at the same time challenge their statements and what's it called they call it the campaign for a safe and healthy massachusetts they have a group yes yeah yeah that, so their policy or their campaign against legalization marijuana this fall is for a safe and healthy massachusetts is what they're calling it that's um, right which is absolutely ludicrous it is so <laughs> But we'll be respectful to their calls if they call yes. in. We will. <laughs> we'll be respectful and hopefully um, maybe be able to educate each other. Well, on maybe we can beliefs. just have a conversation. Like, I, I can have people that I totally do not agree with on politics, but I still like them. I'm still friends with them. Agreed. So. I have family members that I, I love dearly who are voting for Trump this fall. And, you know. and sometimes you get to love <laughs> that they're on the other side. But I don't know. I mean, there's. Famous, there's two, uh, you know, uh, famous, I don't know what they call, political commentators. Uh, they're also uh, campaign uh, folks, you know, campaign managers. Uh, they married each other. Uh, I forget their names, but one of them worked for Clinton and one of them worked for, like, the Bushes. And, uh, you know, they could get along. 
That's an interesting family dinner conversation. Yeah, Jim Carvel <laughs> or whatever his name is. Jim Carvel. He's, he's the Clinton guy. You see him on CNN sometimes. Oh, Mary something or other is his wife. There's that, you know? Mm-hmm. You, we can get along even when we don't get along. Right? Don't you have, do you have people like that? Uh, I'm sitting here looking at someone like expected to speak. We haven't introduced her yet either. Uh, but we're about to take a break. So, well, we have another person in the studio that we'll introduce right after this break. And you can find out who it is and what's going on. If you're on Facebook, dun, you might dun, already dun. know. Yeah. Stay tuned. So we, we're going to get into a lot today. Uh, we'll take your calls today, too. Like anyone calls in, we'll take the call. We're not, uh, sometimes we are very tight on time. We can't take all your calls. Today's a good day for it. We'll also have another announcement about the Freedom Rally that we want to talk about today, too, related to the show, especially. 617-500-7100, not just to the show. The Boston Freedom Rally is a big event, so it's all about the BFR as well, and MassCAD, and the initiative, of course. Uh, so we'll, we'll be getting into so many things today. And that's why you can call in again. What's the number? Do you know the number yet? 617-500-7100. There you go. Got that one down. That's Bree. 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 We'll just leave it there. <laughs> Bree. <laughs> I like the hesitation. It's Mike and Bree today on The Young Jerks. And, uh, all right. So, in, in, oh, actually, I, before we go to the break, I got to like do the apologies. I got to go back to that. For you know what week? this is about? Yo, <laughs> I didn't tell her about this, this apology thing. She knew. What was last week? What had happened? Mike was a little aggressive on air. With who? To Rhodes. And to to Rhodes? No. Rhodes deserves it all the time. <laughs> Rhodes is non... You can't, Rhodes is like, you just gotta it was the keep one the moment guy in line. They were both trying to help, though. They were like helping Who was the other one? And who? Herb. 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 Yeah. I'm sorry. Herb's the good dude that you cousin, really should That's what ask. I'm going to mispronounce. Did you go home and cry? Did you you said sometimes you go home and cry from the show. Did you go home and cry last no, week, Herb? Last week was totally one of those episodes. Really? Yeah, totally. You feel bad? Oh, it was awful. Because I really zinged <laughs> you at one point. Like, I really was like. It wasn't even my fault, man. Like, yeah, I know, know it wasn't. Oh, I just felt bad for Rhee. You know, she's first time and the mic's not as. It was chaotic. And, but. You know, looking back, I didn't even have to listen to the show. Usually I have to listen to the show to hear my mistakes. <laughs> this time I already knew, like, you know, the music sounded awesome. It was a good show. It it, it worked. Uh, Herbie does a lot in here by himself. And uh, I just want to seriously uh, apologize and, and say, sorry, Herb, but it's radio. And uh, I'll still hammer you when I need to just because I, I have to do that. Because I, I don't know. It's something, something about me, Herb. Apology accepted. Okay. <laughs> That's my my biggest apology. Woo! And a lot of credit, too. I mean, he managed to mic up, like, two musicians with acoustic guitars in, like, what, like, He's two amazing, minutes. He's amazing, actually. And the levels were really nice listening to it. It was, yeah. To back and get that, that one mic going, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> we were trying. I don't know what was going on with my mic there. We were trying to pull in. There was some random mic in the room that we were trying to get connected in the midst of the show happening. <laughs> and he was trying to do that, too. He was, yeah. Chaos. Amazing last week. Uh, not very credited for it. <laughs> Just the opposite of that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm being very kind to you here, wow. Mike. <laughs> so uh, you can call in on that, too, if you heard it. Uh, we also another apology for me half apology i was hammering uh a politician actually several politicians <laughs> as i typically do some people love it some people don't like it as much but uh 
there was uh, Pat Jalen, especially, who wouldn't come on the show, who hasn't come. The, their campaign at first booked uh, an appearance on the show. This is a state senator that spent a long time uh, proponent, a supporter of marijuana reform, medical marijuana legalization. Uh, booked an appearance on the show, then canceled with, uh, you know, whatever excuse. Uh, did not book, has not booked a follow-up. Has, you know, hasn't booked to come back uh, for the first time, actually. And the other side of the campaign, we keep having them on. Uh, City Councilor Lee Lian Chung, he said he would be the most vocal for marijuana legalization, which I found to be true, and that's why we had him back on a second time, because he's speaking about it. She's thus remained mostly silent. I haven't, couldn't find anything about it uh, from her on marijuana legalization this time when we really need her, when she supported it in the past, which I thought was strange. And then it came out that she actually is endorsing it uh, through CRMLA, uh, so it looks like Pat Jalen is actually endorsing legalization, and maybe that's not really the reason she didn't want to come on the show. So that's a half apology for me, all right? Well, that's what we do. We, If we're wrong on something, we, we freely admit it. And we also make predictions, and sometimes we're right, sometimes we're wrong, but uh, we try not to be reckless or careless or not correct things. And that's what we uh, try to stick to on the show. So we're going to talk a lot more about uh, that list, too, that came out of uh, politicians actually finally endorsing the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol. Uh, they, you know, everyone's talking about Mayor Walsh and Governor Baker being against it and DeLeo, but now we have a campaign uh, with elected officials. I think there's, uh, you know, close to a dozen. So, uh, and someone amazing just walked through the door, which is unexpected. So uh, we're going to take another break and, and maybe we'll bring this person in. I'm, I'm kind of shocked to see come through the door. That's, that's where we're here, 617-500-7100. lot to get into. This was supposed to be a quick intro, but you know where we're going today. Stick around. Call in. What do you think? I'm looking at you. You're like, what? Good About what? Oh, your intro? <laughs> Very long-winded. But it was good. <laughs> I think you got the message across. Oh, we're back live. We're the Young Jerks. We are hoping to talk to uh, a Mr. Mike Conley running for Mass State Rep about this uh, campaign debate he had with uh, Rep. Tim Toomey. Uh, we just spoke to him for a quick second. We had a kind of a bad connection. We could tell he's still in the middle of the event. It sounded like he might call us back, hopefully. Uh, he's busy campaigning right now against an incumbent that's been there forever in Cambridge, Tim Toomey. Uh, I guess Mike is on the line. Let's see if we can uh, get him up. Hi, Mike Conley. How's your uh, reception? Because it didn't sound too good earlier. Um, so I was in the building. I'm now trying to just go outside in order to ensure there's there's no reception problems. Excellent. Sounds much better. Okay. Uh, my name is Mike Crawford, as people know. Uh, we're on the phone with M Mike Conley, running for state rep. We also have uh, my co-host, Bree, here. Hello. And uh, we have a friend of, friend of the show here, Ellen Brown, as well, we want to introduce. Hi, Ellen. Hey, Mike. Uh, so, Mike Conley, we want to we fire some questions at you and, and ask you, because uh, you had a debate with your uh, incumbent, the incumbent that you're challenging, Tim Toomey, and uh, the big story that was reported in, uh, I believe there was the Wicked, Wicked Local or something like that, they uh, covered it, and uh, it was about the legalization. That was the top story, and uh, the difference between you and Rep. Toomey, uh, can you comment on that? Were you surprised by Rep. Toomey's stance on it? 
Oh, did we lose Mike? I think we did. Damn. That was a good lead-up, too. That was a really good build to that question I, there. Yeah. Man, maybe he'll get it later. But you know what? That's my question. I'm just, I'm not that surprised, but I am a little bit surprised. Because the way, uh, as Mike pointed out in his emails to me or uh, messages on Facebook, uh, he immediately went to the uh, the heroin opiate problem. Like, that marijuana was opiates and heroin. And that's like... That is the uh, counter-argument right now. They're, they're making a crazy counter-argument. I don't know if it sticks at all. Do, do, you, do you think it sticks at all, Brie? I don't believe it does. And I think what's also interesting is that Toomey initially said uh, that he has a lack of knowledge. <laughs> There's Mike Conley again. I'm back. I, 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 I exited the building, so now I'm outside on the sidewalk here did, in uh, beautiful Cambridge. Did you hear my build-up to the big question? I heard it starting. Uh, I, I lost you around the point where you said that the uh, the Chronicle focused on the debate. Yeah, and I, I, I the question really at the end was, do you, does it surprise you that Tim Toomey, some of the things that he said, are you surprised by it when you when he finally comes out and admits that he's totally against the initiative? Um, I don't know how to answer that. I mean, I, I guess nothing surprises me at this point, although. I find uh, the continued regime of prohibition, I find the war on drugs, uh, you know, I find the idea that, um, you know, that there should continue to be restrictions. Um, I just, it doesn't make much sense to me. So I don't, I don't know what to say. I think the debate spoke for itself. Um, and, you know, I definitely didn't agree with, the logic that I heard in support of, um, you know, continuing with the status quo here. Yeah, it says, I mean, Toomey believes regulating marijuana will send the wrong message to youth as the opioid and heroin epidemic still plagues the community. That was uh, what Cambridge Wicked Local uh, reported. Um, and I think uh, some of his statements, I just don't think it's a wise thing that we should be encouraging. Toomey said, I am not comfortable and it is inappropriate at this time. While you totally support CRM, uh, uh, the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol, is that correct, Mike? That is correct, yes. You know, um, and, and as one of the things I pointed out at the debate was, even though, you know, we have made some positive steps forward trying to address the heroin and opioid crisis, but we have a long way to go. And I actually think that if we regulated marijuana like alcohol that would generate revenue and i would say let's direct that revenue directly toward uh treatment rehabilitation programs and another thing i mentioned in the debate was we could also direct some of this revenue toward housing for people who are struggling with addiction because you know a lot of the data that i've seen it suggests that people who are homeless people who are living on the street the chances of them, you know, facing addiction, recovering, um, it's, it's so much harder if you don't have a place to live. And if we look at housing budgets over the years, our state has, you know, really withdrawn a lot of investment from housing. So I think that uh, we have enough problems out there as it is without trying to, um, you know, continue with the status quo on on uh, on marijuana and i think we should pass question four 
Absolutely. I totally agree. And, and one other thing I'll point out is, you know, it was also said at the debate, you know, um, Representative Toomey said, well, we haven't come up, you know, th- this isn't a perfect ballot question, essentially, was the message. And, you know, there are some pieces of this issue that aren't addressed by the question. And so, therefore, as I understood it, he said, I'm against the question. And, you know, I didn't get a chance to say this at the debate, but, you know, what I would add is, well, the legislature ought to be crafting legislation proactively. And what we've seen too often is there's a desire for something, you know, whether it's, you know, paid leave, whether it's taxing millionaires, or whether it's, you know, legalizing and regulating marijuana. There's a desire to take action, and our legislature just says we're not going to do anything. We're going to leave it up to you, the activists. You do all the work. You collect, you know, tens of thousands of signatures, and you put it on the ballot. And then we still may not follow, you know, the will of the people, which was the case um, with clean elections, which was something that was passed by initiative. And medical And so I think there's a whole other question here, which is to say, why won't our legislature just directly take on some of the challenging issues instead of reducing it to a yes or no question, you know? So true. And uh, let me ask you another question. Uh, Jamie Eldridge is, uh, I just had a big story about uh, the judicial system in Massachusetts and specifically about the fines and the probation costs and the drug testing costs that so often put people in jail when they're on probation or parole. They can't afford to pay back all this restitution, which is quite excessive, um, all at once, without a payment plan, um, and this happens all the time that we're jailing people for months on end at a huge cost to taxpayers just because they can't pay a fine because they can't find a job. If you're just convicted of drug offenses and things like that, it's very difficult to find employment. And when you're tax, you're not, it's not a tax. What do we call this? A f- fining them to death. Would you would you look at that as a uh, a way to reform the system a bit and, and other things that we can do because. I see ju- oh, the judicial system absolutely. is killing people. Absolutely. I was actually, um, I was on, I, I took an hour off from the campaign today just to go up to Beacon Hill because the Black and Latino Caucus was having a demonstration and a speak out on their agenda items for this session, in particular items that, you know, um, were part of an overall racial justice agenda. And, you know, what they were saying today was that many of the items on their agenda, they're not coming up for a vote. They're not going anywhere this session. And it's unfortunate that, you know, the session will end tomorrow. And much of what they were hoping to accomplish um, won't be accomplished. And I think, you know, Senator Eldridge was there, which was why I thought about that. He was standing in solidarity there um, with a number of members. And, um, you know, I think this gets to what we have nowadays, which is really sort of criminalizing being poor. You know, yeah. I mean, it costs money to Absolutely. be poor, as we all know. And I think that we do need to move away from this system where, you know, someone gets convicted of something and then, you know, they can't even, they can't function they can't move forward in their lives because of all the, you know, the fees and the restrictions. And then that often just, you know, that doesn't help them move forward in life. That can 
hold them back. Absolutely. You know, one of the things we were talking about today at this event was the uh, threshold for uh, felony larceny, which is $250. So if someone is accused and convicted um, of stealing $250, I mean, that makes them a felony. And so for years, they're not going to be able to find work. They're going to have trouble accessing housing. And, you know, that that threshold is actually a lot more um, strict than what we see in most other states. So we're way behind the curve on that. It's been $250 for many years. And we have a legislature that hasn't responded, hasn't addressed these sorts of things. And, and these sorts of provisions are, you know, significantly impacting the lives of individuals um, for, you know, very long periods of time. It's too bad we don't have more ballot initiatives, it seems, on a lot of these issues. I would love to see the fine situation totally get rectified. Uh, if you're uh, re- rehabilitated and you're trying to make good on your life and trying to get a job and, and do all the right things, it, well, how can you pay all at once when you still don't have employment? There should at least be a payment plan. You know, there should be at least an opportunity to try to try to make back. You know, it just... The way the system works now is just terrible. The whole goal, it seems like, is to get every dime they can and to uh, lock up as many people as they can. And that includes the people who are on probation and on parole, whether or not they're doing the right thing or not, uh, whether or not they're good and trying to be a good person and uh, trying to make their life better. I I just think it's a terrible situation. Uh, We had some uh, other, you know, I know you're quick on time, so I just want to go right. I want to skip the questions, even though we had a bunch of them. I wanted to uh, ask you about your endorsements because you've got a number of endorsements right now. Sure. And speak up a little or turn your volume up for me if you can. Um, But endorsements, yes. So we've been endorsed by Mass Alliance, which is uh, a statewide coalition of leading progressive organizations. Uh, They've said that that Mike Connolly is the only choice for progressives in this race. Uh, they're on Beacon Hill working every day, you know, trying to move legislation forward to elect other progressives. Uh, we've been endorsed by Mass Care, which is, you know, the leading advocate for single payer health care. Uh, you may know that single payer health care has been in the Democratic, the Massachusetts Democratic Party platform for 14 years now. And we have a supermajority of Democrats in the state party platform. It's been that way for over a decade, and it's still not moving forward uh, the way we would like. So I'm, I'm really proud to have their support. They, they think that I'm the kind of person who helps work with others to make single-payer a reality. Uh, we've been endorsed by Massachusetts Peace Action. Um, I've been involved with them um, on efforts around things like the people's budget, which looks uh, to really, you know, reduce military spending and try to invest more in the things that will help people. Um, I've been endorsed by NARAL Pro-Choice Massachusetts. Um, they've, they've felt like, you know, they, they certainly agree that we need a champion, someone who will defend a woman's right to choose and protect safe and legal access to abortion. Um, and so they've endorsed me in the race. We've also been endorsed by the Democratic Socialists of America, uh, the Boston chapter. And we've been endorsed by the Progressive Democrats of Massachusetts. 
and we have uh, some other endorsements pending, so hoping that there'll be more good news to follow. That's pretty cool, because that's kind of a diverse group, but you get some major ones and then some kind of uh, ones that are a little, you know... But <laughs> we, yeah, <absolutely. laughs> we, we had a little laugh on that uh, one part. But uh, we, uh, you know, we, I gave you a super endorsement, a Mike Crawford super endorsement today, and I, I want to see. Yeah, you, that's what I was hoping for. You, you got it. You have it. Just on this whole legalization thing, and the amount of times you come on the show and make time for us, even when you don't have time. Uh, and the fact he won't come on. He won't even answer our emails. You know, I've gone into his office. It's ridiculous that he won't come on this show. It's really stupid, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to call him out on it. And I, I also want to know if you want another endorsement. Do you want, uh, like, the official The Young Jerks endorsement? Sure. Yeah. All right, we're going to do it right now. We're going to have a vote right now to decide. Who, who wants to endorse uh, Mike Conley uh, for mass rep? Raise your hand in the studio right now. And uh, who wants, okay, we got everybody. Who wants to endorse Tim Toomey? Mike, you won unanimously. You, you are now endorsed by the Young Jerks. Congratulations. So let's give him a Whoa. round of applause. Thank, thank you. Um, it, it really is an honor. Hey, you earned no, it, bro. Thank you, man. You um, earned it. Appreciate that. And we hope you win. You know? When is the election? Tell us uh, the primary election. You vote Democrat. You pick between Tim Toomey, yeah, the incumbent, the or this is, guy, Mike it's Conley. 40 days away from today. And uh, we are, we're now in, you know, full-on, full-time mode. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm recycling my laundry. I don't even have time to do laundry. It's a big joke on the campaign. Um, I'm just working, working, working. We got... Uh, people out canvassing right now i'm in the middle of an event right now uh, and i just ducked out i'm like i gotta go call the young jerks and talk about you know this debate um so we're working nonstop, and people can come to the website uh org, and you can get plugged in you can get on the mailing list you can sign up volunteer you could make a, a contribution. You know, we have a $27 contribution button in honor of uh, Bernie Sanders. So, um, yeah, I hope, hope, hope your listeners will get involved and, and have a, uh, a real progressive champion on Beacon Hill. And that's MikeConley.org. .org. Yep. And uh, you, the, the primary date, again, is September what? September the 8th. Yeah, I actually September didn't 8th. mention that. September. It's on a weird day. It's Thursday. Thursday. Right? It's weird. Right, right after, after Labor Day. I don't get why they're doing that on a Thursday instead of a Tuesday like it usually is. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I think it would have cost... The, it, they would have had to spend money for overtime to set up the polling places on the holiday. I see. So I think that was part of it, and then there's different things with the calendar. Some, but it certainly is, you know, uh, it's an extra challenge. We need to not only secure the votes and, and inform people and get people out to the polls, we got to remind everyone that it's happening on a Thursday. I know, and uh, yeah, another candidate, I think it was Lee Lan Chung, I'm not sure, but I think it was him, that said he thought it was like incumbent day. It was like the, the way to keep, <laughs> keep the vote down, because that's what they're worried about. If we have a big vote on September 8th, there's more of a chance that Mike Conley right here our guy gets elected. Am I right on that, Mike? I think you're right. Yeah, the more people who turn out, the more people who get engaged, you know, the better. And, you know, I've been talking to some voters who are like, oh, you know, I'm so disgusted at the federal level and I'm afraid of what's going on in the presidential level. 
Um, and, you know, we're saying to them, well, you know, that is what it is. I mean, that's in November, and that's important, too. But these local races, these state races, are where, you know, as an individual, your vote can make such a direct impact, you know, because whether we're talking about funding for the MBTA, whether we're talking about funding things like UMass Boston, you know, school, I mean, we've heard of hundreds of adjunct professors getting pink slips recently, whether we're talking about housing programs or the environment, all of this stuff is, you know, really impacted by how our state legislature acts. And as, as I know you, you probably know, Mike, two-thirds of all state legislators do not have any challenge whatsoever. Yeah, so exactly. um, our race is, yeah, it's really one of the it's most important. exciting races it really in is. the area. And people need to support you, again, uh, even outside the district. If you're a Massachusetts resident, he's still serving you. You can give him money. You can uh, invite your friends to his Facebook page. You can. This is how we win. This is a very important race. This is going to set the tone. We need Mike Conley to win this race. Please support him. Vote for him. Uh, September 8th. He's got the Young Jerks endorsement, too, to go along with Narrow and all uh, these other major groups. Exactly. That's, that's definitely, uh, definitely an honor. And, you know, I think that we... Uh, I think we got a lot of work to do. And, and like I said, I mean, it, it's time that the legislature actually crafts more legislation. And I think these days, uh, let's send it to a ballot question. Um, I mean, that's one way to do things, but I think the legislature has to take up a lot more issues. I mean, in the debate, another thing I pointed out, even the issue of housing it's not really at the top of the radar, you know, on Beacon Hill. And I, know, and I right? don't know why. Because it should I think be. I know. It's it like one of the number be. one issue for real residents that are working right? class in this area. Exactly. Health care is another thing. I mean, sure, we, have, we passed universal health care, and that was an accomplishment. But it's been a decade since we did that, and the cost of health care every year goes up, year after year, more expensive on individuals, more expensive on businesses. So that's impacting wages. Is you know, healthcare isn't you know that's not an issue. There's so many different things on Beacon Hill right now that are not being addressed or discussed. And campaigns such as this are how we we get that kind of accountability and and hopefully get some new leadership. Thank you again for calling in and running and doing everything that you do, uh, attorney and uh, state rep candidate Mike Conley. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mike. I'll get back to this event. Um, where are you at right now? Tell us where you're at real quick. I am uh, I'm on the corner of uh, Windsor Street and Broadway Street. In Cambridge. Right. Yep, yeah, right in Cambridge um, at a residence right here across from the, the Fletcher Manor Academy. Cool. So a private, private uh, campaign of fundraiser or event or something like that, right? Oh, uh, no, Outreach. not really a fundraiser. Just meet and greet with with some local residents who uh, they they wanted to meet me and and uh, our campaign set it up today. Perfect. Yeah. And this so, is, uh, so if you're in Cambridge and, and you want to meet the candidate, you can you can set that up. You'll, you'll come by their house, right, Mike? Absolutely. Yeah. Shoot me an email. I mean, you know, uh, Mike at MikeConnelly.org. Um, we are. You know, our campaign is it's really about just connecting with voters. Uh, voters decide the election. The point of being a representative is that the 
the tests and the concerns of the voters. And so that's what our focus is. You know, we're, we're very focused on wanting to connect with voters, wanting to represent um, the people in our district. Thank you for doing that, and thank you for representing us. And if you win, you're going to be our representative up up, up in Beacon Hill. I already know that. So thank you, oh, thank Mike. Thank you. All right. With Absolutely. You- all right. Well, thank you so much, Mike. Thank you for the endorsement. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, the, uh, the getting a plaque in the mail or something. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, weed. We'll send you weed. I don't know if you can use that. I don't know. You're a politician. You might not need that yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> 617 Thank you again, Mike Conley. You're the man. All right. Thanks, Mike. Take care, everyone. Yeah. We're the young jerks. What did you think, uh, Brianna? I, you, you, uh, did I say the name wrong again? Bri- no, Bri- you said it right yeah, that I said time. It right. Yeah, Brianna. Bri- or what Bri- did you think? You like Mike Conley? Were you following everything? I know the phone connection wasn't 100%. I do. I really liked hearing him, um, especially his emphasis on health care, uh, women's health, um, besides legalization. Those are really important issues to me. Um, and his focus on just addressing the fact that the uh, the war on cannabis is a war on uh, you know low income people as well, and all of the problems associated with um, uh, putting people in prison and how it's just a cycle that keeps people impoverished. He's just so spot on on all of these different issues. He seems like a great person that should be in office, and I sincerely hope everybody turns out on September eighth for the primaries and gets him elected. Yeah, me too. I, I uh, regret moving now because now I can't vote for him. Yeah, he represents. I was looking it's at like, um, Middlesex. That's the biggest right? bummer. That's the only bummer about moving. I love Cambridge. I didn't want to leave. I love Cambridge still, but I love where I'm at too. I'll take the phone call. We'll take it right now. Uh, hey, who's on the phone making a lot of weird noises? <laughs> Hello. Is anyone there, Herb? This is the funniest call. Uh, they hang up. Yeah. I. You know what? I think that's the anti-legalization crew trying to. Give us a hard time. They want to. They 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 say they're not calling in. Apparently, I don't know. I mean, we invited them. We you know some of us challenged them. Freddie probably can comment on that. Maybe we'll take a quick break and come back and, and talk about that. And maybe we'll even talk about snitching. <laughs> you seen any snitching on Facebook lately? I'm not gonna name names, but I'm just wondering. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. Hey, maybe you want to talk about it. Did you see any of that? Uh, I also want to talk about maybe the uh, Freedom Rally and how uh, the Young Jerks, I saw that it's uh, in the curriculum of the Freedom Rally this year, which is interesting. Uh, also, we got to talk about the top 10 politicians, too, didn't we? That uh, I, th- I don't know how many. Uh, did you? St- we got to look you at that. You were going to talk about the list. Yeah, yeah the there's, list a list. Uh, there's a list of, for Krimla. Yeah. yeah. Thank Lots you for topics. saying Krimla, because I'm saying CRMLA. It's like, yeah, what am I Krimla. doing? Everybody calls it Alma. You know, everybody has different abbreviations. Krimla. That's Bree. I'm Mike, and uh, she's Alan. Yeah. Alan's been sitting here the whole time like, when do I get to speak? It's I'm been here. a filled show, hasn't it? It's been great. I love listening to Mike Conley. Everything he represents is everything the Young Jerk stands for, so that's good. We have more coming up. And you were part of that endorsement. All, all, all the, like, My you, hand was raised. I love that people endorsed him today in the studio. That's like it was a unanimous, no questions asked. He gets the endorsement. Right? One of us. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll bring Freddie in maybe, our, our friend that just showed up from Colorado. We weren't expecting him, which is very cool. Uh, 
And uh, Herb, you probably have some music or something, right? What do you got? Uh, what do you have? I'm giving you a hard time already again. Uh, is this your last week? Like you got you got some you got an intern here. Yeah, yeah. And then I asked you, is uh, are you sticking around? Are you like you're not gonna like have her take over the show? I give you that question, and you said uh, maybe. Yeah. What? To be continued, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> to be continued. Was it about last week? Totally about last week. This happened because of last week. Because that is, it is it, yeah, cause and effect, dude. Because this Don't is do this to me. My girl, my uh, girl's gonna give me the hottest time if I lose you now over this. Oh man, she finds out. Nah, man, I'm just, just you know, the the, the, the WMF family's growing. She just happened to come. On the, she's not taking know. over the show though. She's you're not sticking, taking over the you're show. You're sticking though. around. I'm sticking around. Maybe you'll get some help from her. Yeah, the show? yeah, 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 yeah. Because we could use. Maybe some, she uh, could like cover I mean, some maybe you know? I won't bitch at Herb if Herb has a little extra help because I know Herb is maybe overworked in here, and you kind of do need two people with the way the studio set up. To we don't always have that second person, you know. Yep, yep. Yeah, but so. We, you know, WMF family's growing. And I'm, and I'm also, teaching people. I was also complaining about this microphone not being swing anymore. I like the swing. I, I know. Around. I know. Uh, the little stand on it broke. And Ryan told me to stop being like that and that he loves the microphone like this, that he sounds so good and you should focus on that. Have you listened to your show? And I said, no, I didn't listen to it last week because I already knew what I screwed up on. I didn't want to listen to anything else. You know what, dude? Isn't complaining about the studio, like classic radio? Isn't that something that, like. I'm like, Ryan, stop trying to teach me. <laughs> That's why I was like, you know, we got in a fight anyways. He didn't want to get in a fight, but I started it. Sounds about right. Yeah. I'm starting fights in here, I guess. I don't know. I'm just, I'm trouble lately. It's Have the a lot whole, of aggression. I gotta say, it's a lot of it's a Lauren thing. All right. So cut me, a, I'm going to throw the Lauren card out there. It does, it does affect you. I mean, you can, cannot have something like that with someone you're working with. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're all uh, kind of, you know, worried about our friend. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. Who tells us she's all right? And don't worry. I think believe. Come on, we'll take the call. Who is it? What's going on? Who is it? Uh, someone. It's really someone like uh, listen to the show or doing something, Herbie. What are they doing? Yeah. I can hear this. Uh, this is the show in the background. It's probably Dan the man. Dan. Uh, see, I told you, Dan the man. What? What? Hello. What's going on, Dan? What's going on, Mike? I know. Oh, a long time, dude. I know you. I know, long time, guys, huh? You haven't been listening lately. I've been busy the last couple of weeks. Last couple of weeks? Been a couple of months, I think. I haven't heard from you. Uh, well, last couple of months, um, yeah, I've been busy. I still, every time I speak to you, every call is always an echo of my voice. You're always listening somewhere. Something's up with your line. You notice that? No, I think it's just your microphone coming because you keep on cutting out. <laughs> it's not us, bro. Yeah, it is. So what? What do you got today? You you know who's here? We got Alan Brown here. We got uh, Brian. I know, I know Alan. There, I've been talking to Alan. So what? Hey, Dan. What do you got for the show today? You heard us. How are we doing? Awesome, like always. What are you calling for? Just to say hi. Just say hi because it's been months. Because of what? It's been like, like, what, two months, you said? Two months, yeah. Yeah, so I, I missed you guys, so I think I'll give you guys a call. All right. And what do you think about Mike Conley for Stay Rap? He'll, he'll win. He'll win, you think? You predicted it? Oh, yeah. Are you endorsing him? Of course I am. You also got Dan the Man endorsement today, Mike Conley. All right. 
You got anything to cheer me up? I'm not. I'm, I gotta admit, I, I got two beautiful ladies sitting to the left or right of me. I got my friend Freddie here. I got Herbie. I got you on the phone, but I'm still. I'm not good today. You got anything to cheer me up, Dan, for once? Why? What's wrong today? You having a bad day? I don't know. Yeah. Where's uh, Where's Rose? He's out. You You got rid of him? No, he's just out. He's he's doing oh. something. I think I think you fired him. No. No. So you got nothing for me. You got nothing to cheer me up. Um, no, nothing yet. All right. Thank you for uh, the help today. Hey, you're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> All right, Dan. 617-500-7100 if you got something to cheer me up. How's that? Uh, it's all about me today, right? You notice that, Ellen? <laughs> Ray, what do you... Ray's like... <sighs> you just need some positive vibes right now, I think. Yeah, I think so. Just focus on some positive things. Yep. I'm going to... Uh, we'll talk about something vibes. positive, all right? Um, Mass Can is doing a... Uh, we were going to go to break, we said, too, right? So yeah, why don't we said come that like five minutes ago. Uh, yeah, I'll come back. <laughs> we'll come back with the positive news. Oh, we're back live that quickly. We're the Young Jerks uh, on WEMF Radio every Saturday at 6 p.m. My name is Mike Crawford, and she is... Brie Morrell, or Brianna Morrell, and sometimes Brianna, according to Mike, <laughs> but mostly Brianna. Does it aggravate you, or you just you get like you get a little chuckle out of it now? You know, I've had my name pronounced so many different ways, and the, people misspell it so many different times, and then I went through a period with a teacher who called me Cheesy Fungus, because the Brie Morel cheese and fungus. Yeah, so Cheesy Fungus, Morel. So you had a lot yeah. worse than me, then. I had a lot worse than Brianna, <laughs> um, so <laughs> I can take that, but I prefer Brie. Brie's okay. All right. We're uh, here every Saturday at 6 p.m., and also in the studio is, uh, what's your name over there? Ellen Brown. I don't forget your name anymore. I did forget your name the first time I the had you. The very first time, I remember. <laughs> but it wasn't me, it was Frank. Frank was supposed uh -huh. to introduce was you. Was it? And kind of, it was. <laughs> he was supposed to introduce you. And he set me up for it. And, and you're blaming on me now, de facto. But did it was Frank Capone. Here? No, Frank Capone was here. He was, he was here, he yeah. was. You know that. It was a funny just, time. You know what, I'll go back, I'll listen to it. is the phone number. Um, we wanted to talk, I keep looking for it now, I'm like, where is the story um, about the uh, endorsements? You know, I was just looking for that too, and I'm having trouble I couldn't find it, it either. <laughs> we Media will find blackout. it in a sec. No, no, I, I did get it. Uh, there have been a series of endorsements. I could say a few of them I definitely know. Uh, Pat Jalen, uh, Rep Rogers, who is uh, local in Cambridge as well. He's another one. Um, I should have it in just about a second here. I just realized where I got it. It's on my email. But, uh, you know, it's interesting that we have a series, uh, a group of legislators, 10 of them. I was right earlier. 10 legislators that have signed on to this. Um, however, I don't think it's going to get much reporting. I don't think it was reported really anywhere. Have you seen it in the news? I haven't seen it. Have you? No. Yeah. But the opposition is there. Like, you know, anytime Marty Walsh or the governor says anything. Uh, okay, here they are. It's uh, William Brownsberger, Democrat from Belmont. He's the Senate chairman of the Joint Committee on the Judiciary. He, uh, he says the prohibition approach to the control of marijuana use has not worked. He's on our side now. Uh, Rep. David Rogers. Uh, it, it's important to note of uh, Roundsberger too, is he used to be a prosecutor. Almost all prosecutors are against legalization. He's a former prosecutor that now supports us. 
Uh, he's in the Senate. I really like that that pickup. Brownsburger. Uh, I think Nicole Snow did a lot of work with in the past. We actually kind of worked on that together, but she did the the work to outreach out to uh, William Brownsberger, and I think that paid off. Uh, it's good to see him on legalization. Another one who's local is Rep. Dave Rogers from Cambridge. Uh, Marjorie Decker, another, uh, you know, uh, she's a former city councilor. Uh, I think she was the mayor or vice mayor at one point, but she's a Democrat from Cambridge as well. Um, she also has signed on, which is good. Uh, Tom Sinacandro from Framingham. Rep, Rep Tom. Rep Tom, I'll call him. <laughs> Rep Tom. <laughs> he signed on. Uh, Jamie Eldridge from Acton. Uh, uh, again, Senator Pat Jalen. Uh, Senator Jamie Eldridge have signed on from Acton. Uh, Rep Michael Morin uh, from Brighton. We know him. He signed on, which is great. Uh, Jay Livingstone, Democrat from Boston. Uh, Rep. Brian Manuel uh, from Centerville uh, and Rep. Mary Keefe from Worcester. All of them have endorsed question four. I give them a round of applause for doing it. All four, all ten of them. So that was good to see. This is uh, on the other side, though. It's uh, it's funny because you know you see the endorsements, you see uh, the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol, uh, Crimla. They put out their campaign stuff. It all seems like uh, truthful and honest. Uh, and the media kind of slaps them anytime uh, they try to, to, to go after or pin down the opposition who basically just lie. <laughs> they lie and maybe even commit illegal acts. I mean, we're, we're, I'm looking into a, a, a local uh, police chief who had an edible display full of Colorado stuff that we think uh, we, we, we have a question. Did he import this stuff illegally from Colorado? And uh, so far, we haven't really gotten an answer. He started to answer, but he didn't fully answer. And then he shut it down because there's been a complaint from the criminal campaign against him uh, that is at the ethics, uh, the Board of Ethics. And, and that should say a lot. I mean, this is getting to be a dirty campaign. And uh, it's time to really start calling out the, the opposition campaign. It's just they're really low. They're low down people. That's Plus, I think it's pretty obvious if he had a product that is sold in a Colorado dispensary and it showed up at a meeting in Massachusetts, it obviously was transported. Like there's no other way. It wasn't manufactured here. You know, we're very strict in Massachusetts. The only products being um, manufactured and distributed here are happening in-house at dispensary cultivation centers. Oh, they were definitely from Colorado. So, you know, if I it's mean, not the question is, how did they labeling. get here? Did they, right. he, they could have been seized possibly, but I just doubt it. I really doubt it. And uh, I think even if it, they were seized, there are some issues with that as well, using those items for this education display, as he calls it. I don't think evidence is supposed to be handled that way and after it's taken campaign. into custody. Yeah. yeah. A lot of questions on that. We have a lot of work to do. Yep. So uh, we said we were going to come back with good news, right? Great news. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You want to hear about it? Uh, yeah. I'm like ready to quit everything, honestly. Let's hear it. That's the way I've been now. And then they send me this thing, and I'm like, oh, my God. They got us stuff in there. That's pretty cool. So, let's, yeah, what is it? So let's talk about the Boston Freedom Rally coming up September 17th and 18th. Yeah. Yeah, the Young Dirks is going to be a big part of that. Uh, this is the first every year we're going to have the Education Village. We're going to have eight separate tents um, geared towards specific things in the cannabis community that people want to know about. Uh, 
prohibition, how it started, how we got here today, there's no honor in upholding it. So what are we going to do to get rid of it? We're going to have an uh, activist tent. Uh, we're going to have seniors. We're going to have veterans. We're going to have pillars in the community come and talk. We're going to have uh, a lot of different panels going. I'm going to do an activism panel. There are going to be veteran panels. The Young Jerks is going to be featured there. And you know what else I like is uh, you're inviting. You got the special Mass Can normal invitations. And I know Mass Can because I work with them. Uh, I was the president of the organization. I was on the board for 10 years. I was... You know, one of the people that did a lot with them uh, in the past. And uh, they're inviting all these local reps and candidates, and uh, especially, I'm sure, included on that list because it's mentioned in the press release, Governor Charlie Baker, Marty Walsh, Attorney General Mara Healy, Speaker DeLeo, and senators who went to Colorado and couldn't see what was before their very eyes. Uh, those folks are going to get invitations to come down and uh, check out this education and become informed. You, you don't have to go to Colorado. You can come to Boston and get the real deal from the real people. Um, I, you know, one of the things that, again, that, you know, kind of maybe cheered me up a little bit this morning is uh, the activism panel. It says activism helps. This is part of their, uh, the, uh, what do we call this? I, I said it was uh, propaganda. No, it's not propaganda. It's, uh, it's, it's not even, pro I was going to say programming, but it's not, pro they're calling it curriculum, right? We're right. calling this curriculum. We're going to teach people. Activism helps. Uh, uh, how to write letters to the editor, which is good. Uh, some other things. And then I like it says, Honor Nicole Snow, uh, Mass Patient Advocacy Alliance. Honor Mike Crawford, the Young Jerks. Uh, honor other activists. Uh, I don't even uh, want honor. I, don't, I mean, that, that's the only thing. I was kind of like, well, I don't need honor. I need support. That's what I want to see. I want to see support for the work. I want to see you uh, reposting, inviting people, uh, spreading the message, getting uh, organized, getting people fired up. Too often we think we're just going to win by being complacent and uh, being nice and convincing people. No, no. How we win is we raise hell. We get people informed that there's a campaign and that you have a reason you should want to vote. And and that's what we got to just be as loud as we can and just get people to vote. Because we have the numbers. It's just whether or not they vote. And 2016 is going to be the big one. I mean, uh, I, I the, now they're saying, you know, if we look at the polls, right, this happened before with decrim and medical in Massachusetts. You know, we've won every single ballot initiative, everything, uh, uh, public policy question that Mass can and these other groups that are affiliated have run. We're like 85 and 0 now. Uh, haven't lost in so many years. Um, but now the polls are showing it's growing even and that we may even lose this. I don't believe those polls. I think we're going to win again 2-1, to one, just like we have every other single time, um, and especially if we continue to talk about it. You know, and I don't think that their campaign for a safe and healthy Massachusetts is working either, because the discussions that I have with uh, the more conservative people that I know and people who, uh, when medical was initially coming around, they were dragging their heels. If they were going to vote for it, they ended up voting for medical. Um, and same thing with legalization. They've seen... Uh, the actual reports that have come out of other states of the positives of legalization and what it can bring to Massachusetts. And I've seen um, a lot of people, you know, 60 years older and plus in support of legalization, um, people who have smoked, who have never smoked, all supporting this because it is the right thing to do. And I think when they come out, the governor and the mayor, and they get the headlines, uh, the media plays it up one way, but I think uh, so many people become aware that this is uh, something to vote on and... Uh, that most of the people that become aware, newly aware, are voting yes on this initiative. Mm -hmm. 
And there's a term for that, that uh, one of our uh, adversaries on WRKO and uh, some of the other uh, right-wing hate, st- <laughs> hate stations. I'm not going to call RKO hate station, but a lot of the programming is crap. And uh, specifically, Howie Carr, he always says this. Uh, it's from Michael Curley. It's uh, the former mayor. It's every knock a boost. I think that all the negative, even the negative media, is good for this campaign. Because the more people that know about it, the more people that get excited about it, the more people who become aware of it, the more votes we're going to get. So that's what we got to keep doing. You got to tell your friends, uh, spread the work. And and again, uh, it says honor Nicole Snow at Mass Patients Advocacy Alliance. The way you can most honor is uh, support that organization. Support either yeah by showing up to different meetings, um, writing in testimony or financial support as well. Um, you know, it's an organization that's run off of donations. And that's how uh, they show up and help get dispensaries open and do everything that they do. Um, and every anything that you can do for them would help support them. And that would cheer me up more. You know how I say cheer me up? The, and that's one thing i got to admit. Dan does cheer me up because he calls in. He hasn't called in for a while. Dan, you did cheer me up even though you didn't think you did because you called in. And that's the way that you uh, give us support. I really do appreciate that. I'm ready to cry about that too because you are a friend now. Even though I give you a hard time. I'm in a crying mood today. Let's see who's on the line. Who's uh, calling in? Hey, Mike. It's Wade. How you doing? What's up, bro? I got a message about you today. Someone doesn't like you. They're asking me if I'm <laughs> like you, then they're not going to talk to me. Oh, really? Is this somebody from that group? That, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to get them to call in. I, I told them I'd be fair. Do you think I would have been fair to them? Oh, my. It's... it's I... You, you're talking about... um. You know, it, the more people who know about it, and I saw the crap they were putting out, and I'm, you know, I just commented, "This is all political propaganda BS." I said things like, "So offensive!" Like every doctor I have, I didn't, you know, obviously, other than the ones connected with the medical marijuana program, but every doctor I have says legalize it, but it's not a medicine. <laughs> yeah. They deleted every single comment I had. Yeah, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, you commented right after me, <laughs> kind of referencing my comment. I come back and all I see is your comment. Yeah, I commented on two different, two or three different yeah. posts, and every comment I made was deleted. Yeah, I think I'm one of mine might have got deleted too. And I and I actually saw that uh, uh, one of the people that I was trying to get on the show, I thought she would uh, maybe come on, have a reasonable conversation. Uh, that you know, the person that actually didn't like you went after you uh, privately on that message. That I'm kind of out, and I'm not saying the name, but on that group, you know, it's basically like she was publicly complaining that uh, another guy, Scott Batano, put like "f those guys" when we invited, you know, invited him. To come. It was a joke. It was like, and she was like, "We should delete that. I can't delete that or whatever." It's like, it's just a little joke. It wasn't even. It could have been like even directed at our show because a lot of people say that when we invite them on the show. A lot of politicians like "f those guys." I'm not going on. We know that. Like. Half the half the politicians won't come on our show. Half the you know we invited these people that are they going to come on? I doubt it. One person did come on uh, recently from the opposition. I thought he did a really good job. I thought we treated him well, and uh, I, I I don't get it. I don't get why we can't have both sides come on and talk about it. It's it seems to be to me. I mean, if you it's like the whole thing with the whole Bernie, how they stole it from Bernie. We all saw, I actually had a relative comment on one of my posts the other day saying, we all knew what was happening. Why are you so surprised now that there's proof? 
And I'm like, it's not so much surprised, it's outraged. And it's all the more outraged because the people who did it are basically just laughing and saying, yeah, what's your problem? You knew it was happening. Yeah, and you got you got to be fearful and do this one thing uh, to help us all. Otherwise, you're screwing us. Like that, the whole thing about the Bernie, uh, and 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 even with us, uh, we, we're just going to continue to point it out. You know, that's all we can do. If they don't want right. to if they don't want to come on, have a dialogue. Okay, we'll just continue to troll you on Facebook like people do. I mean, I invited I, I invited about twenty five of my friends in there, and she got all mad. Well, she's complaining about that. I mean, it's like, why would you be mad that I invited good quality people I know who are into politics to comment comment on a, a political discussion you're having on Facebook? I don't get why that's a negative. They like, don't want a dialogue. I, I mean, yeah. as soon as I said, somebody basically said that. Why would wish, you do that? I, I wish all the opponents to everything I said would just get invited to my Facebook page and comment. I would, I would appreciate that. Thank you. Right, no, I, I just, but it, it's obvious the people in that group don't want a dialogue. I guess not. Because as soon as I pointed out it's a public group, and it's safe, it's, the title is Safe and Healthy Massachusetts. I'm, I want a safe and a healthy Massachusetts. I know. Who doesn't want and, a safe and healthy Massachusetts? And she just came right back with admins make the group private or closed. Basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't want a dialogue. They don't want a dialogue. Ellen, you have a comment on this? Ellen Brown, you question or something? Safe and healthy Massachusetts. I was talking to somebody who wasn't from our state. I was in California, and I was like, oh, I'm from Cape Cod, Mass. And they go, oh, you mean the place with the heroin? (laughs) We have on Netflix, there is a documentary. And I'm like, no, come on. Across the continent. About the opioid epidemic, yeah. That's what they know about us. That's what Mm -hmm. they know about Massachusetts. And you're really going to be against question four? It's, It's ridiculous. Well, I mean, even that, I mean, they keep talking about treatment or how, how much they care and everything, but did they ever replace all the um, treatment facilities they closed with Long Island? No, they haven't. You know, I mean, they don't, This is it's so much political, and I just see it, and I, I, I guess I'm just too blunt about it. Let me I'm ask, you, let me ask to, you, Wade, uh, you're, you're, you've been uh, through treatment programs, right? I'm sorry, one more time? You, you went through some treatment programs, right? Oh God, uh, fifty detoxes at least. And for what was what was the detox for? What were they for? Oh well, I was in there for booze. Booze, okay. Um, when I was a kid, and I mean, I, the pot was always I always smoked pot, and I'd even mention it. But they tell me flat out, if you were to call it just about pot, we we couldn't help you. Yep. So it's it, to me, it's all ludicrous. And the one time I ever uh, had somebody in a program with me who tried saying for like a week that um, he was in there because of pot. It turned out he had five years away from a drink, and he did start smoking pot, um, but he was also taking anywhere from 5 to 15 Tylenol PM every night to get to sleep. Hmm. <laughs> That'll kill you. Yeah, that will It'll kill your liver. So, but I, so the whole idea of pot being addictive and then, then comparing it to opiates, it's so ludicrous. It's just... I see it as their attempts to hold on to the whole drug war as much as possible. Let me ask you, do you think it discredits, like, uh, when Mayor Walsh and those guys, they gather at a treatment school for kids that are uh, mostly have problems with opiates and heroin and real serious drugs and alcohol, like you had, and they make it about campaigning against marijuana? Would you- well, that's just, I mean, they can't. I mean, even... 
That's the problem. Most uh, detoxes are based on the AA program or the 12-step program. And AA will tell you any mind-altering substance is the equivalent of drinking. Um, that's just crazy. I that's never, like saying you know, every drug's the same. That's not, that's not, not reality. Exactly. And that's, what is even a drug? The, What's the difference the, between a herb and a drug? I mean, we can't even, you know, we've decided on that as Americans with this system that we have set up, but it's so arbitrary, this crap that's going on right now. What well, is food? The, that's the thing. We're talking about the AA is trying to focus on the mentality of an addict. Yeah. And I can understand that mentality. Um, I can see how that would work for somebody who is just... But I also saw, even growing up, that, you know, I had issues, and I knew I did, and I was basically self-medicating. Uh, so... Yes or I no? Never... Yes or no? Them being there, does that discredit what Charlie Baker has done on opiates? Uh... Being at that school campaigning against marijuana. Does it discredit it? it it's I, I can't say it discredit. It just it, it they're so unrelated to me. I mean, we're, we're going to a detox where you're dealing with kids who are opiates. I guess if you're focusing on marijuana, then you're definitely you, you're doing nothing but putting out lies. Although the detox itself. I'm sure it is backing Baker being there. Absolutely. Because, again, it's an AA program, and AA says any mind-altering substance. Uh, so it just it clumps it all together. It's not, it's not logical at all. I mean, even my ophthalmologist, I have glaucoma, and even my ophthalmologist was telling me uh, he wouldn't accept marijuana, and he, he wouldn't discuss it. He didn't want to think about it at all. And when I finally broke, I'm, why? Give me a reason. And he said, there are better medications out there. All right, Wade, we got like, to wrap it up. We, we're almost out of time yeah. here. We got like 10 seconds for you. Uh, do you support no. Mike Conley? Oh, absolutely. Mike, as a matter of fact, I, there was another Cambridge person who I knew had been homeless in the past who recommended him before you did. So, absolutely. Excellent. And uh, anything else, like five seconds you want to leave us with? No, you guys are doing great work. Uh, I, I'll try to calm down a little bit for that group. For you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't mind. You do what you do. I appreciate your call and uh, filling in time for us. You're very informative on what you're doing and, and what you're about and your life experience, and we really do. I appreciate it. I appreciate your calls. All right, man. I'm glad I can't call. Thanks for letting me. Take care. That was Wade. He calls in a lot. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. Does uh do you, what do you think about Wade? Do you like uh, what he had to say today? You know, Brie? I really liked what he brought up about coming from the background of an addict's perspective. Um, I was raised. My father, uh, his drug of choice was cocaine, and my mother's drug was heroin. Um, and then this last year, I actually lost my father, not due to an overdose, but due to complications from years of cocaine abuse, cocaine and alcohol. Um, it just led to a sudden heart attack at the young age of forty. Um, and after seeing what he went through uh, and hearing my family describe how he first started uh, smoking weed when he was younger. And so they always told me, you can never smoke weed because you're going to be an addict just like your parents. And how, you know, weed was the gateway drug and it's going to lead to just me having the same terrible life of addiction that I had to watch my parents go through when I was growing up. Um, and then as I got older, got more informed and found cannabis 
as an actual medical choice for my depression and my anxiety, my bipolar disorder, I understood my father so much more and what he went through as an addict that when he found cannabis and he found this medicine that was helping him, he was being told he was an addict hmm. and being shunned from his family, being cut off, which forced him into, you know, instead of actually being able to be helped, he was forced into alcohol, which led to other drugs, which led to years of detox right. and all of these other things. And, you know, that AA mentality that he's talking about, um, it definitely prohibits the idea that cannabis can be medicine yeah. for Whether, addicts. Uh, for, uh, you know, replacing alcohol or replace for the recreation side or uh, the opiates for the medical side. Exactly. Like myself, uh, a daily pain for 17 years, given the pills, uh, threw them out real quick and just started using cannabis instead. And thank God I did. I don't need a liver transplant. Mm -hmm. I don't have an addiction. I've never overdosed. I've never feared for my life. I've never wanted to kill myself because of the medicine I'm taking. Like, our friend Steven Mandeli, uh, when he comes in and tells his story about all the what the opiates did to him and his wife and his family and, and how they stepped in and, and got him to try cannabis and how it changed everything. I mean, this is just a nightmare that uh, bad info is still going out there and it seems to be okay. Boston media doesn't challenge it. Well, and the idea of tying prohibition, you know, to campaigning it at... Um you know, a children's center for opioid abuse and alcohol addiction, then you're also encouraging this idea that cannabis can't be used by these people, by addicts. You know, it's not the correct choice as medicine for everybody, but it should be a viable option for people who want to see it as medicine, and including people, addicts. Again, and the, and the thing I bring up too, because I like to always speak to the uh, folks that are left out of the conversation, especially when it's like me or the people who never became addicts. Mm -hmm. I'm not addicted to opiates because of cannabis. I... I you did it early enough. There's how many more addicts would we have? Just pretend cannabis doesn't exist. We'd have twice as many opiate addicts right now. If cannabis was removed, if they got their way, and all the, let's pretend that the fantasy world that, that ex, you know could never exist, but let's say that they got rid of every marijuana plant, there would never be weed in the world again. I, I guarantee you there would be twice, if not three times, or if not four times, the amount of heroin addicts. Because I'd be probably back on those pills on some days you not know to mention the amount of people turning to alcohol too yeah that's and another that. one and that those were the two i turned to i gotta you know i i had some uh little issues with my drinking and things like that earlier in life uh you know I'm, i would never say i became an alcoholic or anything like that but uh it could have headed that way if i hadn't you know uh gotten some help and some support and changed my behaviors um and again, a lot of that was, you know, even supporting. It wasn't all the reason, but, you know, that was what I was looking to when I hurt my back. It was the pills and the drinking. Because when you're in pain, mm -hmm. you just want it to go away. Exactly. And it's pretty damn quick if you take a big swig. Mm-hmm. You know? My grandmother tells me that she's an amputee. She says the same thing. She had to go to her doctor and say it's either uh, alcohol or pills. It's, I'm either going to have whiskey or, cannabis, or more pills or pot, she said. Which is non-toxic. It will make you eat and sleep. Exactly, exactly what you need if you're in uh, the types of, you know, bad back and a lot of the conditions people have, right? This is what we want. We want them to mm -hmm. eat and be happy and feel good. And be able to get up and move What's Why day. do we hate that? What, what's the sin of that? Like people actually enjoying their time. We're over time. I feel like we didn't get to some stuff today. Did we get to everything? Um, I don't. We didn't Freddy's get to here. everything. Freddie's here. Freddie showed up. I, well, you surprised me and like kind of 
We didn't talk about the dispensary this week, Mayflower. What about that? Uh, really quick, yeah, Tuesday, Mayflower dispensary got approved by the uh, Zoning Board of Appeals in Boston. So they're moving on to the next step uh, of becoming an official legal dispensary for the city of Cambridge. That's awesome. That'll be really exciting. And you also saw, like, Vermin Supreme at the DNC, right? Yeah, I, I got to my meet friend. Vermin Supreme this week. Um, that was, like, probably the biggest highlight of my week in well, all we gotta get him. we got to get him up here. We, Vermin, it's time for you to come to EMF. We've done radio at the old place. We did radio at the other place, uh, uh, you know, that I wasn't even a part of, really. But now we got to come here. you got to come into EMF radio. He was the best person at the DNC. You know, nobody caused quite a stir like he did. He had llama in tow. He'll take um, over the show, too. Yeah. He does. He's like got the hypnotic voice. He's the only one who can actually take over from me. Wow. He's been successful at it. But I let him. It's like, well, you know, there's some people who try to take over, and it's like, nah, not cool. And then he can do it. He's got the swing. You know what I mean? He's great to listen to. He's so animated That's when he's why. talking. If I like listening, I'll let it go. I'd like to see that. <laughs> Did I go along today? <laughs> it's all good information. Freddie, what's going on? Why are you here, even? Um, you well, to see us, to give us support? Yep, I just flew here just to hit the Young Jerks. From Colorado? Yep, uh, no. And you're going to take some pictures for us today? I want to take all the pictures I can, because I'm only here till Wednesday. Our intern um, is back. I had uh, a family member pass away, so that's why I came here real last minute. Actually, you're not an intern. You are a, uh, what the a, hell you call a, a showrunner. A showrunner. A showrunner? Yeah. You, yeah. you help run a show in a way. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and speaking of which, um, overall, man, I just want to say thank you, Mike, for keeping the fight going. Bree and Ellen, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Keep doing exactly you. what you're doing. I see you guys on Facebook. I'm keeping up with it. Um, and... Um, Bree, you kind of hit something that I relate to, um, and it kind of ties in with the whole drug thing. Um, being super bipolar from 11 to 18, I was just force-fed every Pills. pill there is. And I don't think most people, whether they're against pot or not, understand what the options are and how limited they are for a child or anybody that's bipolar and what those medicines do. Right. Like scientifically, I mean, and sometimes what they, they are really helpful and needed. I mean, I'm not totally yeah, absolutely, exactly. absolutely. And sometimes they work, but we never really know. And uh, it's another such a, option is cannabis, and sometimes it's the much safer, better way. Um, some people have bad reactions to cannabis that are horrible, and if that happens to you, you should stay away from it. It's like you're allergic, just like any other thing, you know. So it mm. is very difficult. I mean, if you're looking at taking such a, a drastic step of taking a prescription pills for uh, 11 years old. What's wrong with looking at cannabis first? Yeah, and if it might it, be a little softer, right? If it wasn't for me, kind of obviously um, fighting against that and eventually finding cannabis, I would still be going crazy. I think I'd be a vegetable, just one pill to the next. I, some some months I'd be, you know, gaining six, you know, twenty pounds. Six months later, Losing and then it. I'd be yeah, just uh, just pills. losing it. And all the while, the doctors get more money. They get more money for um, every time they get to see you, and then every time they send you into an adolescent psychiatric hospital or, or they tell you that they want to section you or something like that. Um, but it's such a big gray area that, like, with even with medical, it, it doesn't do a lot to fight it. But with the recreational in question four, if it were to pass, it's just going to open up so much more. And it, eventually, it's a slow process, but we'll cut off loose ends and 
you know, get everybody on the right page, hopefully one at a time. That's right. Uh, one of the biggest things, too, the op- opponents for uh, legalization keep saying is that they, uh, with the edibles, there'll be no controls. The pricing, like even the, uh, the amount of THC won't be regulated. It's just not true. If you read the initiative, all through the initiative, it sets up a commission that will set up all those rules and regulations. They can change them, review them, just like they have in Colorado. Now Colorado might even be too restrictive, but they don't want to talk about that. That campaign against legal doesn't want to talk about Colorado as it exists now. They want to talk about what happened in Colorado two years ago. They don't want to talk about how they had the same system and they changed the rules and regulated it better and uh, went safer, even safer than the initiative said. They're going to do the same thing in Massachusetts, and the other side is just totally full of it. It's just a joke. And I think that's why they set up um, the campaign in Massachusetts the way that they did with the commissionary board to avoid all of those things. And it's not like it's going to be a free-for-all when legalization happens. You can't just have dispensaries opening up on corners left and right. There's going to be, you know, a couple of years before any of that is happening. As we saw with medical. I mean, medical is just over-regulated. We know this right now. It has been, you know, too little access, uh, taking Mm -hmm. too long, too much money, too many... Uh, consultants getting rich so you know please please the uh, we got to put this down uh the boston media won't do it they won't tell the truth they won't uh, dissect what the campaign's putting out they won't uh, call out the lies so we have to do it we'll do it on the show uh we'll continue to do it i think we need some new memes on this crap i really do and to you know instead of i know it's so easy to call people names especially politicians and go after them i think we should get a little more fact-based and go after this campaign. Go after the statements that they're making and how ludicrous they are. Because that's really how we win. Well, even if you just go to their website, I noticed the their tagline was, what, wrong for Massachusetts, wrong for kids, yeah. wrong for families. How I, I really don't understand how um, you know cannabis, which can be used, we've seen on all the news stories, how epileptic, epileptic children and children with other severe medical problems can benefit from cannabis. How is that wrong for kids? Right. Like there's, it's just not sensible. It's not logical. And, and this is supposed to be made by our legislators. It, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. We went through the DARE program. It didn't do anything but set everybody back because we got fed lies. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Mike, on top of facts, um, Denise Clunan, uh, I think is the woman that is <laughs> kind of seems to be running this group. Um, I just... Correct me if I'm wrong, Ellen, but California as well as Colorado, different counties in different areas, if they don't want it, can totally vote on it. Oh, yeah, You know, absolutely. and they can cut it out. Shasta doesn't have outdoor this and the year. same thing here. Yeah. It's so Crazy. full of it. Uh, again, I invited Denise to call in today. I haven't heard. We, we didn't get our call. We got some calls. 617-500-7100. If you do want to comment, Denise, uh, maybe next week, though, because we're out of time and we're over time. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. Thank you, Herbie. Uh, for doing the show today. Thank you to our uh, number one, Mike Conley, state rep candidate for calling in. Uh, big thanks to him, MikeConley.org. I want to thank uh, Bree for being here. Thank you, Mike. And uh, I want to thank Ellen Brown for coming in. Thank you, Mike. Ellen, what's your, like, you have some, like, uh, classes, website. What I do. do you, where uh, do people find more info about what you're doing? www.sensemeliaseminars.com. And, uh, oh, Bree, you are on Brianna. Brianna, 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 Brianna. <laughs> you are 
uh, also, like you're on Facebook. I know you're on Instagram. It's uh, what is it? Baked Boston. No. So you can find <laughs> me. Boston. Ba- oh, yeah, on Facebook, um, on social media under Brianna Morell or uh, under Boston Baked Bitch. Okay. Or Boston Baked Bitch with an underscore now because Instagram uh, decided to censor me and deleted my account. I have a feeling that might happen again. Yeah, it could. I'm already having like things reported left and right <laughs> off of the new one. So <laughs> I, I'm getting into a bit of a fight with yeah the social media for censoring my accounts right now. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. We're uh, the Young Jerks. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. I want to thank Freddie for, for surprising us coming in from... Uh, Colorado. We didn't expect him here today. It was exciting to see. Thank you, Freddie. Coming in Saturday on your trip back. I'm super happy, super happy to be here. And Lauren, love you and miss you. Rhodes, take care, buddy. And uh, Nikki's Rock and Roll Circus is coming up at 8 p.m. Stick around. I think he's got his parrot with him. It's a circus. Uh, I think he's a pirate with a parrot. <laughs> and I love it. I mean... Nikki is something else. He came into the show one day, like Frank and I had a big show lined up with all this like politician guests. Like, can I sit in? I was like, no. Frank's like, that was kind of mean. So, yeah, it was, but he's a pirate with a parrot, and we're trying to do a serious show today. I couldn't do it. I take my lizard everywhere, man. But now maybe I, we might have to have him come in here because now I'm interested in this about the, what he's doing with the rock and roll circus. I think this might be exciting. So uh, stick around and find out 8 p.m. We're the Young Jerks. We're again, we're here every Saturday. I'm a big mouth. Mike Crawford, I'm here uh, for you on Saturdays on WEMF Radio. For now, they haven't fired me for last week. Herbie's still here. Rhodes hasn't gotten fired yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things are good. Will you come back next week, Brianna? I will come back. If I say your name right? Yes, you're getting it. You actually Brianna. did really, really well tonight. I try. Yeah. I'm always better at things like the second, third, fourth times. Like I get, you know. It's hard too. It's spelled Brianna. You know, my mom, she spelled my first name Brianna and then she made up my middle name. So it's really difficult when people try to pronounce my name. <laughs> well, now <laughs> we know your name. name. Yes, Brianna. Maybe we should like play that song. Say my name, say my name. <laughs> <laughs> no ideas. Music. Don't play it, Herbie. We got to get out of here. We're, we're the Unjarks again. We'll be back next Saturday, 6 p.m. Uh, I want to thank everyone, too, on social media, especially our Facebook page. It keeps growing. Uh, I appreciate it. Keep inviting your friends. If you're a Bernie Sanders supporter and you're a national, because a lot of those are coming in, too, uh, thank you. Uh, check out and listen to the show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Uh, maybe you listen to a podcast, iTunes, Stitcher. Call in and listen live on WEMF Radio on Saturdays, 6 p.m. Uh, we're the Young Jerks, and, uh, again, I thank you for all of your support uh, from everyone. Uh, that's what keeps us going as you can see it's the only thing that keeps us going so again uh, thank you so much for calling in listening supporting spreading the word and uh, keep doing it especially inviting your friends to the Facebook page that does really help us a lot if you know you don't have to uh, what was that word they said honor all you got to do is invite your friends that's how you honor yeah show some support on social media and share the page can care docs compassionate compliant confidential I am Dr. Lester Grinsberg, Professor Emeritus of Psychiatry at Harvard Medical School. I believe it is high time that this country reconsiders 
its stance on cannabis. In Massachusetts, a DUI can cost you more than just your license. I'm attorney John Seed, former Boston DUI prosecutor specializing in drunk driving defense. Don't let a DUI destroy your life. Call me, John Seed, today, 617-254-8000. Visit johnseedlaw.com.